the Racing Minds Wireless Podcast, recorded live and completely improvised at the Edinburgh Fringe 2012. In this show, the audience suggested that the main character should be called Oglethorpe, that his strange secret should be that he has an S&M treehouse, that a climactic final scene should take place in the pound shop in Govan, that the whole play should be sponsored by lollipops, and the audience suggestion for the title of this completely improvised radio play was Montgomery's Quest. Going live in five, four, three... Now, come on, Ogle. Thought there's no need to treat a lady like that. Finish the washing up, won't you? No, yeah, I'm terribly sorry. Hurt her. Come on, a B&B won't run itself. Yes, yes. There you go. All of these plates need to be cleaned up lovely, my boy. Oh, uh, uh, yes. Thank you, Mother. Thank you. Uh, you're so good, having given me a job here in this... Well, you know, it was the least I could do. Uh, it's, it's been tough on us ever since we moved up to Glasgow from... Sorry. <laughs> yes, sir. And it was awfully good to take you, take you with me. No, no, no. Take me with you. Well, you know, I never meant to move to Glasgow at all. I misread the uh, plane ticket. Where did you think it said, Mother? M- Moscow. You wanted to move to Moscow? Oh well, you have always been a, a hardline socialist, Mother. But that's right. I have. Now, come on, finish washing the plates. We've, okay. got, we've got people whose beds need turning over. We need people whose floors need cleaning. Yes, Cups I will. Cups of tea is brought up. We've got a, a new fellow in room seven, actually. A new fellow, Mother? Oh, yeah. How exciting. Our first new guest for the week or so. Yeah, terribly odd chap. He wouldn't leave a name or nothing. No name? No. Well, I, that's highly I asked unorthodox. if I said, excuse me, sir, what name will you be staying under? And he just said, oh, I shan't leave a name. Oh dear, Mother, that sounds mildly sinister. Yes, I don't know. He seemed a bit stressed out as well. Kept clutching his briefcase to him, peering out the window, all sorts of Oglethorpe. Funny chap, I should say. Oh, Mother, yeah, that sounds mildly disturbing. Uh, well, are you sure? Are you sure that you should let him stay? I mean, I know that we're doing very. Oh, come on, Oglethorpe. Money's money. Yes, that's what I always say. Oh, look. <laughs> Sorry about that, Mother. It's an inappropriate thing to do to your mother. Yes. I don't know what you're thinking in the first place. I'm I'm sorry, Mother. I'm just practising, you see. Oh, I see. I remember all the chaps at school used to say that if you want to get a girlfriend, then you must whistle at them. Yeah, that's the 1950s way. Yes. (laughs) But I suppose I should realise that none of us ever got a girlfriend, and I still haven't had one, so I really should... Stop this no, terrible... No, I think it's very good practice. If you combine that with smacking them on the bottom and calling them love, you'll have a girlfriend in no time. Never. <laughs> oh, that's how your father got me. Now, uncover your ears, Oglethorpe. Sometimes things have to be said. N- mother. Oh. I remember it well. We were out dancing down the local village hall. Yes. We were having a lovely jig about. Yes. He came up, whistled in my ear, slapped me up just like that. Very oh, good. Oh, mother. You're so good at impressions, aren't you? Slap me on the bottom, and uh, and away we went. It's as good as a proposal, a bottom smack. Well, I'll certainly keep that in mind, Mother. Uh, Mrs. Park, Master Park, may I get a bottle of champagne and two glasses? Oh, I don't think we've got champagne down here. We could give you some of the dishwater if you want. It's got bubbles in it. Uh, Yes, that'll be fine. Thank you. Can't fill up a bottle for him, Oglethorpe. Okay. Gosh, you're a funny-looking fella, aren't you? Well, that's nice of you to say. 
How much this suit costs, there, Leif? Look at this, Oglethorpe. Feel that. Feel that cloth. Oh my! It's like it's like velvet mixed with silk, mixed yes. with uh, yes. nylon cotton. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Not even sure that's been invented yet. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness, you must be a rich one. Yes, it was £2,400 from Oh, Saturday Lord, Road. pick Two me up. I'm on the floor. £1,400. No, I'm literally on the floor. Somebody help me up. Oh, here you are, Mother. Oh, thank you, Oglethorpe. You hear that? Oh, it's more than, it's more than a, a yearly wage at, at this point <laughs> in time. Well, we'll take your word for it. Well, so there's your champers. Thank you very much. Ah, I see from the label, Chateau Fairy Liquid. I look forward to drinking it. Thank you, Mrs. Park, Master Park. Well, wait. Oh. Was that the odd fellow you were talking about, Mother? Yes, it's very strange, isn't he? Yes. Goodness me. Flaunting his clothes like that. And yet he'd drink dishwater. <laughs> I mean... Yeah, very easily satisfied. Yes. Yes, but there was something I didn't like about him, Mother. Oh, something I didn't like about him either. Deary I'm me. I'm going to keep an eye on him. I don't want him disturbing the other guests or you, Mother. You see? Oh, I don't worry. I'm not disturbed by anything no more, Oglethorpe. When you get married by being slapped on the bottom, nothing will surprise you. So you actually got married yeah, at that moment? Yeah, there was a vicar presence. A vicar <laughs> present at the dance. He was in the church hall. He said, you've been slapped on the bottom. The two of you are now wed. I hadn't even met him yet. So Luckily, we got on. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, I... Well, that's sorry for you, I suppose. That's right, that's right. That's how all the men and women of Surrey get married. <laughs> and can a woman slap a man on the on the reary? Oh, I don't know. It's never been tried before. Yeah, but I'll keep that in mind. Oh, mother, um, shall I shall I cook up some of the uh, some of the dinners? Yes. Oh, I don't know what you'll use for ingredients, but use what you find lying around, darling. Maybe oh. we could go into business with this fairy liquid champagne. Funny business. All right. Don't forget to do the beds, all right, Oglethorpe? No, I won't, Mother. And don't just dreamily think of ladies. There's work to be done. I'll try not to, Mother. But you know me. <laughs> <laughs> nine wood, sir. Nine wood, yes. Oh. A nine wood will be perfect. Here you go, sir. I just polished the end with a nice cloth to make it shiny. Thank you. Now, go back to my room and tell Watson that I've come out here to practice my swing. Uh, I'll run he should have the champagne by now. All right, sir. I'll leg it straight back and I'll send him on his way. Thank you. Ah, breathe it in. I can feel it. I'm getting close. I've gone all over Scotland. All over Scotland. And now, here in Glasgow... I'm getting closer. I've got to go to Queen Street Station tomorrow, get on a low-level train to Troon. Then, then I'll nearly have it. Watson! Watson, is that you? Hello, Colin. Did you get the champagne? I did. Thank you, Watson. We have to celebrate. We've nearly found it. Oh, good, sir. Allow me to pour. I will allow you. Oh, there you've started. Good. <laughs> yes. Have one yourself, Watson. Why not? Oh, I'll, I think I'll be okay, sir. Ah, can you feel it? We're nearly close. Hey, mate! That's my ball you're using! S sorry? I said, that's my ball! Uh, it's your... 
It's your, are you saying ball or bottle? Ball! Do you want me to kill him, sir? No, Watson, no, no. The natives get riled if you kill one of their own. Give him the ball and the bottle, just to be safe. I By don't want the ball, I just want the ball! Put uh, me in the ball, I just want keep for the ball! I mean, if he's got both, he surely wants one of them. He mustn't... He can't be offended by having the one he doesn't want. Maybe, maybe he wants a barrel, sir. Well, you didn't give me all this. I just want a ball, not a ball. Oh, maybe it's a bowl. Is it a bowl he wants? Do you want a bowl, sir? Ah, whatever. Damned English. Ah, Watson. Soon we won't have to put up with the likes of him. Soon we'll be in Troon, surrounded by the poshest folk in Scotland. Yes, and then we'll get onto the golf course at Troon, surrounded by the poshest folk who've come to Scotland. And then, then the treasure will be ours. Oh, sir, how I long to get my hands on it. Yes. After you've put your hands on it first, obviously. I'm not going to double-cross you and take it for myself. You'd better not, Watson. You'd better not. It was I who found that scroll on the 9th in St. Andrews that said a treasure most unimaginable could be found on one of the golf courses in Scotland. And I've searched all over and eventually ended up here in Glasgow on my way to Troon. Oh, sir, your name will go down in the treasure hunter history books. It will. Colin Montgomery, treasure hunter extraordinaire. People will forget my rather mediocre golfing record (laughs) and remember me as the true great that I am. With a crown on one hand and a glove on the other, they'll think, there goes Colin Montgomery, king of everything. What did he used to do? I don't know. Was he a cricketer? Probably. I'm sure he was great. Yes, let's just say he was great because he's so rich. That's the way that people usually talk. It's very funny, sir. Every time you say a word or exhale, a little green bubble comes out your nose. (laughs) Yes, it's rather strange champagne, this, Watson. Where did you find it? Uh, At the hotel, sir. It must have been a rum vintage. Uh, rum? I wanted champagne. No, a rum vintage, sir. Well, I don't care if it's vintage, it's still rum. No, I mean a bad vintage, sir. Not like when they age it in rum casks like they do with the Innocent Gun Distillery. The Innocent Gun Distillery makes y- champagne? No, but they've started to make a rum-casked ale after originally starting out with whiskey casks. This is just information about distilleries. I believe they have a pub just over the road from Pottero and Bristow Square in Edinburgh. I mean, I mean, it's rather good. <laughs> they have pork scratchings on the bar most days. I can hardly recommend it. You can hardly recommend no, it? No, I can heartily. Oh. They're, they're, they're not paying me, sir. It really, really sounds like they are, to be honest. Excuse me! I just came back for a moment to say... Can you take your shot? You're really boring everybody on the course. Oh, Watson. Give the man one of these. That should calm him down. Oh, here you go, sir. It's one of our new revolving confectionery sweeties. 
Yes. Swish this now. It's why. What am I meant to do with that? Have you never seen a lollipop, young man? No, I. Is it like a wee golf club? It's like a golf club, but it revolves, apparently. Right. But this isn't any lollipop. No. This is a hamster dance and Mitchum lollipop. The finest lollipops ever produced in the British Isles. Oh, it's delicious. Yes. (laughs) Now go back to your wife and children. Now go back to your wife and children. Tell them you love them and move to Montrose. That's right. Hamster dance and Mitchum lollipops. So good they'll placate a Glaswegian. Right. <laughs> Mother. Oh, Lord, what is it now? M- Mother, I was... Uh, I was. Cle- Let me sit down. It's difficult to talk and stand at once, isn't it? Yes, of course. Sitting. You know, you do one of them and then the other stops. I always find if I'm talking and then I stand up, I just tail off. Yes, I... And yes. if I'm sitting down, I could talk for hours. Yes, you can, Mother. Look at this. Look, I'm talking now, but when I stand... And then I'm down again. Yes. You don't even know what I was trying to say in between. Oh, Mother. Here. While you sit in Dad's Dad's old chair, have... Oh, yes. I do remember him sitting here. He used to be just like this. (laughs) Yes, he didn't talk much, did he? No. Not much, no. He was more of a bottom slapper. (laughs) Yes. Here, I've made you a... I've made you a cup of tea. Oh, you are a dear. There we go. Put a drop of put a drop of brandy in it. Oh, don't mind if I do. Look, mother, I've I I have something to tell you. Um. Oh, you're not, are you? uh, What? (laughs) Oh no, no, sorry, nothing. Go on. (laughs) You first. Right. Okay. We'll talk about that later. But uh. (laughs) Look, mother, I. When I was cleaning that man who didn't give a name... What, you were cleaning him? That's not part of the duties. I was going to put an apostrophe and an S in. When I was cleaning that man who didn't give a name's room, oh, probably... Oh, very complex sentence there. Yes. <laughs> Got to be uh, careful with long ones like that. You I mean, you could have said the room of that man who didn't give a name. It would have made more grammatical sense. It would have made more grammatical Thank sense. Thank you, Tommy. You run outside and play in the backyard. Oh, Okay. <laughs> Master Park, I just wanted to thank you for giving me that scrub down earlier. Oh, dear. I say. And thank you for cleaning my room after. Oh, cool. Yes, okay, I, to- I told you not to tell my mother about that. Well, out you go, sir. This is private quarters. I'm sorry, Mrs. Park. Oh, dear. You have got yourself in some linguistic trouble, my boy. <laughs> oh! Anyway, what were you saying? Look, Mother, when... When I was cleaning the room of the man... Much better. ...who didn't give a name when he reserved his room... Yes, strange fellow. I spied something just jutting out of his pillowcase. Oh, dear. Was it the pillow? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I know for budgetary reasons we try not to actually put pillows in the pillowcases, Mother, but... No, I... I did like you said and didn't put any pillows in the pillowcases. Good. they got to pay extra if they want comfort. That's what yes. I always say. No, Mother, it was... It was very shiny and dark. It was... Mother, it was a gun. What? A gun that one uses to, to shoot people or possibly animals or even pigeons. 
I know that you don't like to count pigeons as animals, Mother. But, Mother, and then I looked at it, and then and then also in, inside the other pillowcase I found... No, it wasn't a pillow, was it? No, we've done that one. Not as funny the second time. <laughs> no, Mother, I found a, a big bag of money. Oh, my word. Now, call me a Scrumpy Johnson, but... When You're a Scrumpy Johnson, and I've always said it. No, but, Mother, when, when one finds... Scrumpy fin Johnson, Scrumpy Johnson. Remember that little song I used to sing for you when you were a little boy? Scrumpy Johnson, Scrumpy Johnson, he's a Scrumpy Johnson. Oh, Mother. Mother, I didn't, all, I didn't like apples as much as you thought, but... No, even by putting apples in, you can't save that turn of phrase. <laughs> yes, well. But, yeah, Mother, whenever you, find, whenever you find guns and money, big lots of money, yes. in the same place, then I always think there's something sinisterly suspicious going on. I think you should turn this Mr. I-don't-give-a-name-when-I-reserve-a-room-in-a-B&B out on his bottom. Oh, I shall do no such thing, my boy. He's a paying guest. However... I do agree, his behaviour sounds very suspicious. So I suggest that tonight, after you've cleaned his room up, you hide yourself under the bed and have a little listen. Maybe you can find out something exciting. Well, I suppose, Mother, that if he has a, a lot of money, then we could even yes. get Seems a bit of... Seems like we might be walking on the same path now. Yes, a bit we of that... We were on separate paths. And then we waved at each other, and the paths converged. And now we're just coming up to a stile, into a field. Oh, would you like a leg a over? A field full of money. Oh, don't you go say like things like that to your mother, Oglethorpe. <laughs> yes, sorry, Mother. So, Mother, yes, I'll hide under his bed tonight, and we'll see what happens. This is the six o'clock news. The Home Secretary today announced plans in Parliament that the app, that the practice of people slapping people's bottoms and then getting instantly married in Surrey will be outlawed from Monday. Uh, this uh, this decision has caused huge reactions in Surrey, who say that it is a cultural practice which will be recognised as distinct and protected. Uh, we now have an interview with the Home Secretary, Sir Ringleby Bottom Holder. Yeah. Thank you. Pleasure to be here. Very, very kind. Uh, Sir Ingleby, um, what do you say to your critics who say that this is a Surrey tradition that should not be messed with by an interfering government? Well, it's true it uh, shouldn't be. You know, we, we don't want to stop people having their treasured traditions. But the problem was that uh, all sorts of people were marrying themselves after being in Asda adverts. And, and we thought this just won't do. Yes, I can see that is a potential problem. You know, even I in Surrey, you shouldn't marry yourself. That's what I always say. I, I, got, I became an MP on that platform, and I'm damned well going to stick to the policy. And, and so there's no chance of a reprieve in, in if people had uh, 
purposefully slapped the bottom after a long relationship. That can still not result in a wedding? No, I'm afraid no bottom smacking at all will be allowed, but, but we have said you can still be wed by smacking them on the front. <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> well, your government's position remains as inconsistent as ever. Uh, but that was a very illuminating interview. Uh, thank you, Sir Ingleby. Uh, in the golf, uh, the uh, tournament was cancelled as all the players brought uh, sandwiches instead of sand wedges. And uh, in the weather, uh, there were five drops of rain, but unfortunately, they all hit the Queen in the face. Yes, I'll stay underneath his bed. <laughs> Colin. What, what? What? Colin, you're doing it again. What? What? You what? were rubbing my thigh with your big toe. Why is your thigh anywhere near my big toe? I can't imagine what configuration we're lying in this bed in. We're doing the T-shape. <laughs> I lie down the edge of the bed, and then you lie perpendicularly. Perpendicularly. Perpendic per in a perpendicular fashion. Ah, yes. This incredibly wide bed allows for such a, such a maneuver. Colin, tell me, why when you asked me to book in under no name, did we not just say there were two of us here? This whole sneaking in and out of the window is getting terribly tedious. It's a well-known fact about hotels, Watson, that they will allow one person to check in with no name, but two, <laughs> they get terribly suspicious. <laughs> of course. Oh, so there's two of them. I better keep quiet, but I'm going to find out all about their little scheme. <laughs> Watson, did you just say something? <laughs> Damn it, I've no. really got to stop talking to myself. What? No, Colin, I heard it as well. What? May maybe it's coming from in the wardrobe. Yes, yes, check in the wardrobe. I'll have a look. Hmm. Yeah. No, this... <laughs> there's just... There's just cats in here. <laughs> they kept those secret. Yes. How about in the top of the light shade where the dead moths usually gather? I'm not sure they, the dead moths gather there. I think they just find, you know, they just are there. Yes. It's not like they go, oh, I'm a dead moth. I know where I'll hang out. <laughs> it's not like they send out invitations to other dead moths. Oh it's not goodness. like there's a dead moth jukebox. Are you getting the point? Can I go on? Yes, I understand. Oh, I well, see. where else is there in this bare, bare room with a giant bed and one wardrobe? Hmm. Under the wardrobe? Oh, uh, yes, that's a good idea. Let me have a look. Uh. Oh, just a litter tray. Yes. <laughs> Oh, a I, I spilt a big it everywhere. Oh, you fool. Oh, it's some of the poos rolled under the bed here. Let me fish it out. Oh, dear. Oh, 
God, I think I've pushed it further under. Well, we'll have to lift up the bed. Okay. To get it out. Yes, I'll get this end. Oh, no, what am I going to do? One, oh, two, dear. three, four. Vicky, <laughs> run. What? <coughs> what are you doing here? We'll put the bed down before you answer. Oh, 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 I can, I can fit under, but the weight of it coming down on top, ow. Look, I'm sorry. This is, this is where I have to sleep because I've been naughty today. Mummy, I whistled too many times at mummy when I was a... Watson, who is this? This is the son of the lady who runs this. His name is Oglethorpe Park. No, no one's called Oglethorpe. <laughs> That's a completely ludicrous name. Well, no one would ever conceive of such a name. You'd have to be clinically insane to claim that that was a name. He's whistling at what? me, sir. What's that supposed to mean? I think it means he likes me. When I get nervous, I... I, I, I practice whistling at, 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 at women that I could, I could marry. I'm sorry. And do I look like a woman you could marry? <coughs> As I say, it's just a nervous tick, a nervous habit. Please, please don't tell my mother that I chose this bed to be underneath for the night. It's just a punishment. I'm very sorry. Please. <laughs> oh, dear. I did it again. Listen, have you heard what we've been discussing in here? No, 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 no. <laughs> Not at all. Watson. Yes? I think this young Oglethorpe might know too much. Well, he did give me a sponge down yesterday, sir. Then it sounds like he definitely knows too much. <laughs> I think we're going to have to take him with us. Oh, oh. damn. It's all right. I need a caddy. <laughs> wasn't even a joke. I need a caddy, and he'll do nicely. He can carry my clubs there and carry my mountains of treasure back. I'm planning on leaving the clubs when I find the treasure. I'll You're be able to buy new clubs. Or just give it up entirely. Yes, if I have clubs, people might remember how mediocre I am at golf. Yes. But if you insist, then I will come with you, Mr... Whatever your name was. My name? Yes. My name is Colin Montgomery. And don't you forget it. Doesn't, I mean, you're not likely to forget it. Yes, I've never been kidnapped before. I'm going to remember my first kidnap. Oh, yes, you always remember the first one. Yes. I remember where I was when I got kidnapped for the first time. I was just 16. She was a 27-year-old milkmaid with a bristly chin. And anyway... Oh, that's my mother coming in. Oh, Lord! Uh, whatever's going on in here? Uh, oh, it takes me a while to get in through a door. <laughs> oh, gosh, we're not going to have to take both of them, are we? No, nothing, Mother, nothing. I, I, oh, I all right, then, I'll hop back out again so as not to ruin the plot. <laughs> now, Watson. The door sounds so different on opening and closing. Yes, it only creaks on the way in. Now, Watson, get that gun, and oh. let's encourage Mr. Oglethorpe down into our golf cart. Oh, dear, where can he be? Oh, gone. Everything. The strange gentleman gone. My little lad gone. 
I've lost everything, apart from the house and the, and the beds and the business. Oh, 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 Lord. oh, oh, I better answer it. Uh, hello? Hello, Mrs. Park. Oh, oh. <laughs> yes, it's me. How are you? Oh, not well, I'm afraid. Oh, oh, tell old Jock McClyde what your problem is. I'll soothe you. Well? I'll soothe you. Hey, I've put something through your letterbox this morning. A nice sweet treat to oh. wake you up with. Oh, you are a sweet one. Open it up. Oh, I'd better go down and get it. Oh, you've got a long uh, extension cord on your phone. I'm just on the stairs. I'm coming through the living room. Oh, good. And then we open that door. It's a very complexly laid out house. And then I'm in the hallway now. But the post box isn't in the hall. It's in the kitchen. Oh, dear. There we go. Through the downstairs bathroom. Oh, yes. Oh, there we are. Two, and now I'm in the kitchen. Oh. Oh. Lovely. Very sweet, isn't it? Oh. Aye, it's one of those revolving lollipops for you. Oh, that cheered me up no end. One of those Hamster Dance and Mitchum revolving lollipops. Oh, yes, exactly that. Oh, it's almost worth losing your lad to kidnapping for. <laughs> That's right. Hamster Dance and Mitchum lollipops. Better than your own children. Well, thanks for calling. But look, look, Gwyneth, that wasn't the only reason I rang. I'm sorry. I'm in the pub. Uh, look, Gwyneth, that wasn't the only reason I rang. Oh, cool, blimey, law, mighty me. You see, it's I saw... Etc. I saw your son following two men at a very rapid pace. He looked like he'd been kidnapped. <gasps> oh, no, my worst suspicions confirmed. Oh, no. Oh, no, you suspected it and you didn't act upon it. I've only just found out what I meant to do. Well, you just said you had suspicions. Oh, a minute ago you're giving me a lollipop. Now you're accusing me of things. No, no, Gwyneth, Gwyneth. There's no way I'll marry you if you keep treating me like this. Gwyneth, Gwyneth, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But they were headed in the direction of Troon. T-R-O-O-O-O-O-N. True. Oh, my word. Well, well, well. And you know what they say about true? Go on, enlighten me. They say that's where the ancient treasure is kept. And those two men look suspiciously treasure hungry. Like what, pirates or... eat it? I wouldn't put anything past treasure hungry men. Well, 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 Joke, I say. I better notify the police or waddle after my boy. Oh. Uh, thanks for thanks for getting in touch. Will you marry me? Oh, we'll see about that when this whole thing's over. Oh, can't get married when your lad's gone. That'd look like I'd done it so that I could marry you and not offend him. And not... So sorry, eh? Oh, I'll just work my way back through the kitchen. There we go. Uh, and then the hall. Oh, uh, slowly getting to the living room. There's that door. There we are. And now... There we are. I think that's me in. All right, well, speak later, boy, man, Goodbye. whatever you are. Ah, finally, Troon. 
true. T R O O O O O O O N. True. Yes, it is a very nice name. Now, Watson, we've got to play this course. We've got to play this course and find out where the entrance is. One of these holes. One of these holes holds the key. One of these bunkers is buried the treasure. And I don't know which one it is. Well, of course, the only way would be to play through it one by one, rather than merely going round to each of the holes in the bunkers. Yes, well, I do love to play golf, so it will also be fun. Oh, good. I'm not very good at golf. I'm much more a cricket man. Oh, don't say that, Baba. You're quite good at golf. No, I, I, mean, I mean that I've got really long, powerful back legs. Well... <laughs> yes. And when you rub them together, oh, what sweet music you do make. Yes, I've never waxed. I have to say, I'm, I'm learning an awful lot <laughs> on but this you already kidnapping. saw my back legs. Oglethorpe, <laughs> Watson, I want you to go up to the clubhouse and pay for a round of golf. Okay, right. Excuse me. Oh, hello there. How much is a round of golf for three people? Oh, I'm not going to play, actually. I'm bad at golf. All oh, right, what's your handicap? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, 15, maybe. Oh, yes, that's the required. Also, I'm very bad at maths. Oh, well, that's fine. Will you be properly attired, sir? We have very strict clothing regulations at the club here. Yes, yes. Uh, well, the, the two gentlemen who are going to play, Mr. Colin Montgomery and Mr. Barbara Watson, shall be properly attired, surely. Oh, wonderful. Well, you have two hours, folks. Morag. Morag. Oh. Who is that he said was playing on our golf course? Uh, what did you say? I said... Who is that he said was playing on our golf course? Oh, I don't know. What did you say? Uh, Mr. Colin Montgomery and Mr. Baba Watson. Oh, here they are. How about that? Colin Montgomery? Yes, that's right. He's here? Yes, that's right. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, he's just a normal chap, actually, but... Does that mean... Yes, Morag. He's finally found us. Oh, goodness me. Hopefully... Hopefully, he doesn't know about the dog. Aye, we can hope. <laughs> we can but hope. We can but hope. Mr. Montgomery. Yes, Watson? When I went up to the clubhouse with Oglethorpe, the two people there seem to recognize you. I don't think they remembered that I was there because I didn't speak. <laughs> so I heard exactly what they said. You do, you do blend into the background, Sir Watson. I thank with you. With your massive legs. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir, I pretended to be a yucca. They said, maybe you don't know about the dug. Doug? 
Yes, you, I, who's Doug? I had trouble deciphering their accents too. Doug? It what might do you have been dog. D- dog? Any vowel between the letters D and G. A dig? They think maybe they meant dig. Yes. They don't know that I should have been digging, that yes. I should have dug. Yes. Well, now we know. Now we know that we should dig. Well, Where, where's Oglethorpe? Did you leave Hello, him up there? Hello, back. <laughs> Wait. Just went for a leak, I'm afraid. What, Watson, did you leave him up there and then he came back but f- of his own volition? Yeah, yes, I did. He's very loyal. Do you oh. not remember? When we were in the golf cart on the way here, apparently he was running behind us. <laughs> ah, excuse me, chaps. Excuse me. Couldn't help noticing there's three of you when I'm out here to play on my own. Any chance an extra player could slip into the game? Uh, Let's take him, Montgomery. It's one more person I can shoot at the end. (laughs) Ha ha! Funny fellow. (laughs) Yes, come along. Let's play. I I haven't introduced myself. Percival. Hello there. Wow, stony stony stares from all of you. I'm not bothered to learn your name. No. I find if I learn a name, I begin to get attached. Uh, Okay. Right, I'll sort of play a little bit out of the way. Now, let's go. Ah, The 17th green, Watson. The 17th green and nothing. I don't understand it. Neither do I, Colin. Sandwich? Uh, Sandwich? Uh, I'll have both. (laughs) You are? It's, uh, It's bacon and cranberry and brie. Oh, lovely. And then here's the uh, yeah, thing you get out of the bunker. The, the sandwich. Yes. Yes. Excellent. Percival, I believe it's your shot. Oh, right. Better have a go, then. Not had much luck so far. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Ooh, look at it fly. That's a good drive. That's a good drive, Mr. On Percival. the green. A hole in one. Oh, God. Well, that's rather lucky, isn't but, it? But what is that? Oh, my God, what is that? Emerging from the bunker. Oh, my word. It's Gosh, it's it was a good shot. Oh, my God. It's... Is it a treble birdie? It's not a treble birdie. It's a treble-headed dog. Oh, my God. That is amazing. Literally quite unbelievable. Uh, Watson... Yes, Colin. In those ancient scrolls, was there anything in there about Cerberus? Oh, yes. I I didn't know what it meant, so I kind of skipped it like you do when you read a hard book. What? You know you should look it up in the dictionary, but you kind of get the context and meaning due to the other words around it. And what did you think the context and meaning of Cerberus was? I thought it was a type of pizza. Well... Just out of interest, what toppings would have been on that? <laughs> Probably some Rokito peppers. Okay, there we go. Cleared that up. Well, surely there would be three. If you're going to have a say, each would have yes, to have more bites than the last. Yes, I was going to do it. kind of like a three season. Okay. There's a giant dog over there. Probably not the time for pedantry. <sighs> Looks absolutely ferocious. Oh, Mr. Montgomery, Mr. Watson. What, what should we do? Should we just batter it to death with these clubs or something? Uh, Percival... How about you give that a go, and we'll see what uh, happens. Okay, tally-ho, chaps. 
Just have a little go. He's dead. He's dead. He's dead. Ah, so that's what a man looks like being savaged to death by a three-headed dog. <laughs> it's, it's an amazing sight. I pity those who have never seen it. It's a shame that we didn't get him to buy us the round of drinks he owes us back at the clubhouse first. Yes, but that three-headed dog, we need to placate him somehow. And look, he's following us. He's following us. We need to uh, placate oh, him quickly. Oh, we need to go somewhere which, which has any manner of means of placating a dog. Yes. Uh, oh, what, about, what about a place where you can get everything for the same price? That must have stuffed a placated dog. Yes, but there's no such place in Troon. It's a far too upmarket town. We'd have to go somewhere where those things are, are prolific. What about the pound shop in Glasgow? In Govan, I mean, sorry. And Glasgow. It's just, well, you know, the area of Glasgow. Yes, there's probably more Govan. than one in, in Glasgow, The though. pound shop in Govan. To the golf buggy. He's following us. He's catching up quickly. I'll put my foot down. Oh dear, better do the shopping. Everything for a pound. Everything for a pound. Oh, a bed for a pound. Why not? Oh, look. A tree for a pound. Oh, a bear for a pound. Don't mind if I do. Let me see. Oh, what's that noise outside? Oh, crikey! They're heading straight for the windows of the pound shop! They're Stop. definitely going to collide! Stop! Stop! Stop the cart! No, sorry! Oglethorpe! Sorry. Stop the cart! Uh, uh. That is 100% what breaking glass sounds like. <laughs> I'm so sorry, but I... Oh, Oglethorpe! Mummy, mummy, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to leave, but I was kidnapped by these two guests in the hotel, Mr. Montgomery and Mr. Watson. But I have a, I have learnt an awful lot. Oh, don't knot. worry, son. We don't have time for sentiment. There's a narrative to tie up. Oh. <laughs> quick, quick! The dog toys, the dog treats, oh, throw okay. everything they've got at him. <laughs> yes, the duck. Throw the duck. <laughs> no. No, it's not placating the dog at all. It's not effective. Someone's going to have to take this dog on head to head. Oh, no. To head to oh, head. Look what he's doing. Look, he's got Mr. Watson's leg. Uh, oh, his massive leg. I, I am a lot more tolerant to pain, so I won't scream like Percival. That, that will keep him off for a while, but look at the way. Look at the way he tears through Watson's clothes as if they oh. were just made of cotton. Oh, no. Oh, that's my 2,400-pound suit. And he's ripped his entire leg off now. Oh, oh, Mr. Montgomery, mummy, I think we're all going to die. There's nothing we can do to take this dog on. We'd need some sort of body armor and some weaponry. 
but we're in a pound shop and they don't sell those things as the cost of production would mean that selling them for a pound would be a loss-making exercise. Although apparently they do sell bears and trees. <laughs> but wait. Wait, Mr. Montgomery. Wait, Mummy. Wait, Mr. Watson. Oh, Lord, what is it, son? Look, I've... I've never told anyone this, but... Oh, you aren't, are you? No, no Mummy. I've got a sadomasochistic treehouse. Oh, my word! And whenever I go out, I take my most important f- tools away from there. Oh, crikey, boy. My cat o' nine tails and my dog lead. If I can whip the dog with my cat o' nine tails, three whips to each of his heads in a wonderful erotic rhythm. <laughs> Quick. Then he will be tamed and then I can leash him up with the lead. Oglethorpe. And tie him to the railing. You'd better dress head to toe in rubber in case he tries to get you with his claws. Don't worry. I already am dressed in rubber. Oh, crikey. I Pass me. you just had leathery skin. No. Pass me from my pocket that thing, that ball of stuff you stick in your mouth so that I don't bite my tongue. You know that thing? Yeah, yes. yes, and it's in. Thank you. No, well, no, I mean, I said it was in, so presumably you won't be talking much. Oh, Let, Let's leave it out. Come on. Yes. Oh, I'll take it out, yes. Come on, doggy. Can you take on three cats so nine tails in one bang? My word, look at them go. The Titanic battle. It's smashing the dog's heads. He's killed one of the heads. It's like an old firm derby. Only two heads left. Here we go. Five whips on one and four on the other. Bam! And now one head left. Sounds remarkably like calming bird song. (laughs) That's how dogs sound when they die. And now nine on the final head. And the head's off. And now I shall tie him up. Around the waist with the lead, I suppose. Even though he's going to imminently die anyway, having lost three heads. Shouldn't have really brought the dog lead, but... Well, you know, boy, in a way you just smacked that dog. And by sorry rules... <laughs> no, no, probably better, probably better not to. We are in Glasgow after all. Yes. Thank you, Oglethorpe. Although he chewed off one of my ginormous legs, I'm still alive, thanks to this Poundland first aid kit. Huh? Just, oh. And look, and look over there, a prosthetic leg for one pound. Oh, brilliant. Although it's much smaller than my other leg, so I'm going to walk in a strange fashion. Well, if you spend two and a half thousand pounds on suits, I'm sure you can afford a longer prosthetic leg. Yes, but, but as you said, that's an annual wage, and I'm not rich. I just saved up really hard. <laughs> oh. You could always sell the suit and buy a leg. It's been torn through by the dog. Who's going to buy that? You've got hey, but it do- for everything, haven't you? It doesn't matter, though. Because now the dog isn't guarding the treasure anymore at the 17th hole. Mr. Montgomery? Yes? Despite you kidnapping me, I saved your life. That's it- true. Don't you think that you could share the treasure with me and my mummy? I certainly think we could. I've come to the end of my quest. 
and I found a place where I'd like to be. And Mrs. Park, oh yes, if you would permit me. Oh, Colin! Oh, blow me down! How would you like to be Mrs. Montgomery? I already am. <laughs> well, there you go, son. The man who a moment ago was trying to kill you is your new dad. Don't things turn out nice sometimes? Oh, they do, Mummy. Oh, they certainly do. I'm so happy for you, Mummy, that you finally replaced Daddy, and I'm so happy, Mr. Watson, that you've got a new leg, despite having lost the first one. Oh. Yes, he needed that new leg because he had a hole in one. <laughs> <laughs> That was the Racing Minds Wireless Podcast, starring Daniel Roberts, Chris Turner, Tom Skelton and Dougie Walker, with Tom Hodge on the piano and David Hughes on the foley. To find out more, visit www.racingminds.co.uk, like us on Facebook or befriend us on Twitter. And if you've enjoyed this podcast, please do tell your friends and spread the word. And if you want to see us live, we now have a monthly Brighton residency at Upstairs at 3 and 10, starting on November the 4th.